You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvicecoaching.com. Today's episode, we're talking about how to talk with your body, non-verbal seduction. How do you meet and attract women with your body versus what you say? What are the nonverbal cues that you can give a woman that says, hey, I'm flirting with you, and then how to seduce her with that? On today's episode, I give lots of different examples of exactly how to do that. I teach you in depth what you need to do, so then we can start combining what we say and how we are moving our body and our body language with it all. That's why it's called flirting with body language. So really key stuff that you're going to have to know. Just so you know, this is an extracted live. So this is a live I did on YouTube two nights ago, and I extracted the audio here for you so you can listen in, you can learn. Don't worry, there's not too much visual here. I describe everything in enough depth that you'll be able to understand it perfectly with just listening. So I'm really excited about that. I'm also really excited about a recent client who just got amazing results with us, which I do end up talking about later on, but I know that not every single person listens to the entire podcast all the time, and I just needed to tell you. So I had a client who texted us recently. He said, yes, bro, did eight approaches last week. One of them, I got her number and went on a date with her tonight. And then he continues to discuss in some detail that they made out and they hooked up and she came back to his place just because we were able to teach him approaching and how to meet and flirt with women. We are doing this every day in the Trip Advice Accelerator Coaching Program. People ask me, why is it called the Accelerator Coaching Program? Because it does exactly that. It accelerates your learning. So if podcasts are not enough, YouTube Lives are not enough, Instagram Reels and TikToks are not enough, you want to get through this faster and you want to guarantee that you are able to be able to meet and attract more women through online and in person like our client just did, go to tripadvicecoaching.com. We are doing free calls. If you book a call with us, It's free and it's a great strategy call. We strategize about where you're at. We talk about what your issues are. And then we are able to talk about if a coaching program would be good for you. So whether you end up signing up for coaching or not, it's still very valuable for you and we want that for you. So check that out. Link is in the show notes and you can become one of our students who ends up getting results just like this, where you can do approaches and able to get dates that night from approaches. Again, this is not one of our clients who happened to get really good results were able to do this with all the guys who work with us. I'm telling you, we crush it for you. So don't delay, tripadvicecoaching.com. Now, you want to learn about verbal flirting? Here it is. We're talking about how to flirt with body language. So nonverbal seduction is what you're doing with your body, not the things you say, the way that you move, the way that you're speaking to a woman, what you're doing with your body, what you're doing with your facial expressions, all that stuff is what really has the most effect when we're talking about what would be considered nonverbal seduction. Okay. I have a list here of different things I'm going to be going over. 
and it is in no particular order. So it's not like we're going to start with the most important or the least important. It's really all important. Now, everything I'm going to be saying over here today, everything is, it can get overwhelming. I know that we read a lot of blog posts. We watch a lot of videos that are kind of like listicles, right? So there's a lot of listicles going on, meaning you have lists of all these different things. Sometimes you read the list, you listen to the thing, whatever. Maybe you take away one thing, you probably forget most of it. Most likely you're going to forget all of it. So my tip for you today in terms of how to learn this information, like how do you take this information and actually do something with it is... Take one thing that you remember today and work on that. If you do that versus you're going to listen to all of this, you're going to work on everything, you're going to do it all at once, you're going to get probably overwhelmed to the point that you're not going to do anything with it. So we want to make sure that you're at least getting some sort of action item from this material. Just a little tip for you guys too. Try to do that with every piece of content that you ever watch or read or listen to. If you do that, which sounds easy, right? Like, oh, okay, that's not bad. I listen to one piece of content. I take one action item away from it. That should be easy. If you do that and you do listen to, watch to a lot of content, and every time you do that, you're going to take one thing away, one actual action item, something that you're going to put into the real world, you will get so many results so fast. So I want you to do that today. And maybe at the end, what you can do is you can tell me which one. So then you'll reinforce it. It'll tell me which one you're going to take away that you're going to work on and that you're going to do the next time you're talking to a woman or the next time you're approaching a woman, you're on a date, anything like that. Okay. All right. Nonverbal seduction. Let's start with eye contact. One of the biggest ones, the most popular ones. You hear about it a lot. I talk about it a lot. I probably have at least 10 videos on my channel about eye contact. There's even a video where I have a girl there who's practicing eye contact with you. I filmed a woman looking directly into the camera with kind of intense and semi-dramatic music. And you get to practice eye contact with her. And I have that because eye contact is one of the most powerful forms of non-verbal seduction. And one of the most powerful forms of body language. In fact, it's so powerful and so important that I'm already writing another video that I'll release in about 10 to 14 days, another video about eye contact. It's called the art of eye contact. But to give you just a little bit here in terms of what to do, eye contact just needs to be where you're looking in a woman's eyes when you're talking to her about 90% plus of the time. Okay. And my biggest tip here is I feel like guys are really good at giving eye contact when they listen to a woman. So when they listen to a woman, it's very easy because there's not much to do. You're listening, you're looking at her, her and her eyes, like where else are you going to look? It seems to me, I don't know, maybe this is just my experience, but eye contact gets more challenging when we're the ones who are talking, right? So when we're talking to somebody or we're looking at them in the eye, we're multitasking here. We're doing a few things at once and it can get kind of difficult because you're focusing, focusing on looking at her in the eye while you're also talking. It's easy to do right now when I'm looking into a camera because I'm looking into just plastic and metal. But when you're talking to someone and you're looking at them, you're looking at a human. So I get it. It's a little bit more tough. 
but it's very powerful and it's a form of seduction because when you're able to give good eye contact, especially when you are the one who is talking, when you're able to do that, she's going to feel more connected to you. She's going to feel this confidence from you because usually people who are not very confident or very shy don't tend to give very good eye contact. So it's already going to work in this kind of seduction phase because she's going to feel like, whoa, I'm really like here with this guy. He's looking at me in the eyes while we're talking. She's not thinking about this consciously. This is all subconsciously. But while this is happening, she's feeling that deeper connection with you. And a lot of guys are not good at being able to hold that kind of eye contact. Okay. So that is going to be very important for you when you are talking to women on cold approaches, on dates, when you are connecting with her, most of it, I'm telling you right now, doesn't even matter what you say. Think about it. You can be the most charismatic person in the world, say the best things you want. Be the, you can be the best looking guy in the whole world. And if you're not looking her in the eyes, she's going to feel strange. What is going on? What is he looking at? Why are we not connecting? I remember I went on a date many years ago with a girl who, when we were on the date, we were sitting at a bar, right? So we were like having a drink at the bar. And I remember that she was not looking me in the eye. It was very strange. I remember I met her at a party and this was never an issue. She must've been nervous or something, but she was looking at my shoulder the whole time. I felt no connection to this woman whatsoever. I never ended up trying to go on another date with her because it was very strange. So why didn't she look at me the entire time? I have felt no connection to her, even though I knew she was probably nervous, still wasn't good. Okay, that's eye contact. Very important. You want to do it 90% of the time, meaning if, if you look away for a second, it's not the end of the world. It's totally fine. It's very natural. Holding it most of the time. It's, it's going to be even more important on an approach than it will be when you're on a date. Because on a date, naturally, you're going to be looking at other things. Maybe the food that's in front of you, maybe an activity you guys are doing. You know, you're holding your drink, you're looking at the bartender for a second, like whatever. So it's okay for a little bit of room for not air, so to speak, but for just not having that eye contact. Strive for your, you know, for the best. But when you're doing a cold approach, when you're meeting a woman for the very first time, that is going to be super important. Like we want to create this bubble, like this invisible bubble that's encapsulating you and her. So we want to be able to create that. So we're having this moment where it's us. It's only us. It's no one outside here. And we do that with eye contact. And that's what eye contact creates. Okay. Let's go to the next one. We're talking again. We're here. If you're just joining us on Instagram, we're talking about nonverbal seduction, flirting with body language. You know, you think about it this way too, when we talk about eye contact, have you ever went and approached a woman and she wasn't interested in you? Or have you ever been in a conversation with someone, you're talking to somebody and you don't want to be there? I don't know about you, but I've done this plenty of times. I've been in conversation. I don't want to be in that conversation. Or again, you've been in conversation and you can tell like that person is not with you. They don't want to be here. What are they doing? 
They're not looking you in the eyes. They're not looking you in the eyes. What are they doing? They're looking somewhere else. They're looking for their friend. They're giving you kind of like the side eye, like barely paying attention to you. Their body is kind of turned. So they're not really trying to pay attention. What are they doing? They're trying to disconnect from you. It's like the opposite. Instead of trying to connect with you, which is what we're trying to do with eye contact, they're trying to disconnect. By not looking at you and by turning their body, which we're going to get into that actually in a bit as well. Okay, more on nonverbal seduction. We're talking about eye contact. We went through that. Let's talk about the way that you move, okay? Let's talk about the way that you move. So the most attractive way for a man to move, to literally move his body, is not going to be in super intense, fast motions. It's going to be instead, almost as if, and this sounds like I'm exaggerating a little bit, but almost like you're moving through water. So what does that mean? Controlled and slow. Controlled and slow movements is going to be the most attractive way to move. You see how if you were here from the beginning, how we're already only two of the tips in and it can already be somewhat overwhelming. Like, okay, well, I got to move slow. I got to do eye contact. He's telling me about all these different things. Like, You don't need to do all of these things. You just need to take one, learn it, use it, go with it. Okay. So moving slow, this is like, this is the way a charismatic person moves. Watch like any James Bond movie, except for when they're like fighting and, you know, trying to save lives. Beyond that part, you know, when they're just talking to the woman, whenever they're just kind of hanging out, any sort of bad boy that you see on TV, how do they move? Relaxed, slow. They even have more open body language. So they're not super tight. Their hands aren't shoved in their pockets. They're very relaxed. Women want to know that you are relaxed that you don't care. One of the reasons why women are attracted to the bad boys is because they like the quality that they don't give a shit. And that can translate into a guy who's super confident, super in control, fearless, like all these very attractive masculine traits. All of those can be shown through what I'm saying here so far. Really great eye contact, as well as slow movements, relaxed, open body language, super chill, taking up a little bit of space. Okay. So think about that when you're talking to a woman, usually it's going to, that is a pretty easy one. You're not really moving around much anyways. If you're on a date, you can take up a little bit of space. If you're doing an approach, you can have your feet spread out a little bit. You're moving slow. You're not doing anything too erratic. Also, you want to be able to do that anyways. You know, a lot of this is not even just tips for meeting women. This is great for networking. This is great for uh, giving public speeches. You don't want to come off as someone who is super erratic or not in control of themselves. You want to always display relaxation, confidence, comfortability. It's like the qualities of a leader. How do we look to our leaders? Those are people who are very charismatic easy for them to give eye contact, move slow, super relaxed, super confident, basically like this aura of, I got this. That's what it is. 
Okay. Let's go to the next one. Galvatron says, look at Darth Vader. He always moves slowly with purpose and intimidation while the Imperial officers are fearfully scurrying around him. That's great. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's a really good example there. Yeah, I mean, watch. I don't always love taking examples from movies and TV. Sometimes I cringe because it's not real life. Right? It's not real life. But still, the way that some of these James Bond-type characters act, it's in a way where when you're watching them, you're sucked in a little bit. And you can feel their charisma. Even though they're acting, they're still charisma. And you feel the charisma. And there's a reason why you do, and it's because of the things that I'm starting to tell you here tonight. <laughs> Someone said, not sure Darth Vader vibes are the goal. Yeah, maybe not all of the Darth Vader vibes are the goal. He's given a, a decent point here. Okay, so eye contact, moving slow, taking up space. Here's another one too. I haven't talked about this one actually, at least not much, is a real smile, okay? Can you tell, I wonder if you guys know, do you know how to tell if a person is giving you a fake smile? I'll, I'll show you right now what a fake smile looks like. There is one difference that you can tell on someone's face. There's one little small difference that you can see when someone's giving you a real smile versus a fake smile. Okay. Want me to do it? I'll do it right now. So here's a fake smile. Looks funny, doesn't it? Looks like a little ridiculous. You can tell. Why does that look like a fake smile? Well, because it is, but also because you're not really smiling with your eyes. You're just moving your mouth. And people can tell when you're giving a fake smile. And a lot of guys will do this on a date or on an approach because they're not really feeling necessarily happy in that moment. They might be a little bit nervous. There might be some nerves happening. So it's really easy to kind of give that fake smile. Now, is the fake smile better than nothing? Yes, it's going to be better than having a blank stare on your face. That's obviously not going to be very attractive either. But at least learn how to fake a real smile if you can. Or hopefully you get to the point where you're so comfortable enough where you don't have to fake it and it becomes real. So the way that you're going to do it is you're going to smile, but you've got to lift up your eyes. you got to lift up your eyes. See, this is more of a real smile. Instead of this, fake, and then real. Because you're lifting more of your eyes. And when you smile, you're using more muscles than just what's happening here. Instead, you're using more of your whole face. Do it. I mean, do it to yourself in the mirror. You can see, like, just do. give yourself a fake smile. You'll be lifting your, you can see it. Like, it, almost like the, the eyes are like deadpan and you're like, hi. <laughs> like, you look like a psycho. So make sure that when you're in an interaction and you're trying to have a good time, that you're, if you can help it, giving a real smile, but at least faking the real smile, which is possible by lifting up your eyes a little bit more and doing it like almost like a follow through. It's like a smile follow through. I don't think I've ever explained it in that way. It's like when you're just lifting your lips up, it's like you're not following through with your face. 
And even when you have a good laugh sometime, try to be conscious of what's happening with your face. You're moving way more of it than just your lips and your jaw and a little bit of your cheekbone. Okay. Galvatron said, disagree. Smile is an example of women not knowing what they want. Ladies say they like smiles, but when shown pics of men, they choose the men who are scowling or not smiling as well. Okay. So that is about dating apps. So yeah, we're not talking about dating apps right now. We're not talking about dating apps. We're talking about when you're in person with somebody. And here's the thing. Yeah, you don't want to be smiling like an idiot the whole time you're talking to someone, but we don't do that anyways. All I'm saying is if there's a moment where it makes sense for a smile or you think there is, don't give a fake one. You're going to look strange because I'm telling you right now, there's no way you're going to be on a date with a woman or you're approaching a woman and you're not going to be smiling at all. You're not going to be serious the entire time. Okay. Let's talk about getting physically close to them. This is an important one. Guys mess this up way too much. And God, this is so powerful. So powerful. Okay. When you are talking to a woman, this is not going to necessarily be on a date. This is more going to be when you're doing some sort of cold approach. On a date, this tip works as well, but it's, it's, it's more specific. We'll get into it in a bit. But the tip is, eventually when you're doing an approach and you're talking to a woman, you want to be eventually close to her, facing her, mirroring her body language. So it's as if what happens when you look into a mirror, right? Like you see your body completely mirrored to you. You want it to be the same way when you're going up and talking to a woman. Not only that, not only mirrored, but you want it to be so you are actually getting closer to her. Now, I know that's going to depend. There's always different types of places that you're doing approaches and you're talking to women. Okay. Let's say you're doing like a daytime approach. You're at a grocery store or something like that. You want to approach a woman. Obviously, you're not going to get, you know, three inches away from them or six inches away from them. But if you approach them and you're like four feet away, I know this sounds obvious. It's it's funny. It's like, as I say this stuff, I'm like, Maybe this is so obvious. And I know some guys know this stuff, but I think that when we're in those moments, when the, when the stakes are high, you know, we can forget about this and we're not thinking too much about it. And these are just crucial things to be able to make that connection. Because again, we're talking about flirting with body language. We're talking about nonverbal seduction. And this stuff is key and we tend to forget about it. So if you're like in a daytime type of approach, you eventually want to get to the point where you're like around at the worst, about two feet away from them. At least get to that point. Maybe you're not going that close right away when you're going for an approach. Maybe it's not happening that fast. But what happens is when you go over and you approach a woman, maybe you're like five, four feet away, six feet potentially, and then you start talking a little bit, and then you start getting closer. You start moving your body more towards her, and now we act as if, which we are in a conversation with a woman. Again, this is very related to the idea of eye contact where I talked about before, where when it comes to eye contact, we want to create that connection with them. And a lot of this nonverbal seduction has to do with creating that connection with them 
and doing it non-verbally. You can't create a connection with someone if you're not getting close enough to them. Like I remember when I was learning this stuff, you would think, okay, I don't want to take up too much uh, uh, space. I don't want to get too close to her. I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable. Well, yeah, you don't do that right away, but eventually you have to end up there. And I remember I would go up and approach a woman. And I remember even hearing there was, there's this pickup advice back in the day where like, if you're at a bar and you want to approach a woman, you'll do this in a way where you kind of put your shoulder here and you'll turn your head and you'll start to approach. And then maybe, maybe you start ended up, you know, get to a point where you're looking at her, but I don't know. I just think that's ridiculous. Like you don't have to act that much. You can go up and start a conversation with her. You do not have to be for a certain period of time, shoulder to shoulder. You need to move over and start talking to her. I don't want her to think if I'm doing an approach, I don't want her to think like this is some sort of casual conversation and she can just leave anytime. Like, of course she can leave anytime, but you're giving her this vibe where if you're not close enough and mirroring her, that this conversation is not something that's really important to you. And you're not really having this conversation. It's just a light chit chat, casual encounter, but this is not light chit chat, casual encounter. And I don't want you to give off that vibe. Well, I don't want you to give off that vibe uh, verbally, nor do I want you to give off that vibe non-verbally. I think that's the essence really of seduction there. That's really the essence of seduction is we want to make sure that when we're in conversation, we're saying to her, I'm not interested in what's going on around me. I'm interested in talking to you. I'm interested in connecting with you and having this conversation with you. I even say that when we're approaching multiple women, right? So a lot of guys ask, well, how do, how do you do this in a group of women when there's like five women and they're talking there, they're all friends and there's two women, like, how do you do it? Ideally, you actually only want to approach the one girl that you're interested in and then you bring in the other parts of the group as you need to. I don't want to, and I made this mistake a lot, a lot, a lot, because I didn't really have a lot of good people to learn from back in the day. I would go up and I would talk to the whole group of women. Somehow, I guess I made it work eventually, but it was it, it did not work out the way I wanted it to. You go up and you talk to like five women and you introduce yourself to the group and it can work. Like people are, hey, what's going on? You're being social, but this is not about we're being social or having social hour, unless that's what you're trying to do. I mean, if you're just trying to socialize and talk to everyone and have a good time, sure, go up and, and approach and, and talk to a bunch of you know the groups. But if you're interested in that one woman who you're really interested in, go and approach her. I know that this takes balls. And I understand that this is hard. But this is the thing that is going to help you stand out the most and get you the fastest results with women. Again, if we're talking about approaching groups. Okay, so we talked about eye contact, moving slow, real smiles, smiling with your, with your eyes. Oh, no, we didn't get into that one. Okay. Another one, smiling with your eyes. I know earlier I talked about the idea of a, of a real smiles when you're using your eye muscles more. That's what a real smile looks like. But then there's also smiling with your eyes. This is going to be where you're not so much smiling with your mouth, but your eyes are a little bit squinted. So imagine like you smile when you like a real smile, you end up smiling with your eyes. Like everyone smiles with their eyes when it's a real smile. You're kind of squinting a little bit. So if you're doing that, but then you drop your 
your facial muscles, your mouth muscles down, your eyes are still a little squinted, and you still have like a little bit of smirk on your face, that is going to be the most flirty way to look at a woman. Because it's like you're looking at her where as if she's seeing, okay, this guy's looking at me like he's connecting with me and he's interested, but it's subtle. It's subtle. And that can be very, very powerful. One of the first videos I put on YouTube was actually about that. I know I got a lot of comments and how cringy it was, but don't care. It works. It works very well. So what are we talking about next? So we talked about getting physically close to them Um, on a date. You might not be able to do that depending on how you're sitting. But as you are on a date, if it's not like you at a table and she's at a table across or at the same table, obviously across from you, maybe you guys are sitting at the bar, you know, and right away, you're not going to be that close, but over time, it's going to be good for you guys to just get a little bit closer, a little bit closer. That is seduction right there. When you're getting closer to her in conversation, giving good eye contact, smiling with your eyes, moving slowly. I know I'm kind of capping, um, recapping it all right now. There's a few more, but I'm just throwing this all together. This is what nonverbal seduction looks like. Again, I hate to reference like movies and TV, but look at what happens when you see two people flirting. Like next time you're watching a TV show or some movie where two people are flirting and you can tell that they're about to kiss or it's about to get like really intense, look at what is going on there. You'll see the closeness, the eyes, the way they're looking at each other. Even though it's being acted, it's still a decent representation if you're watching at least good actors on what that might look like. Okay. All right. Next tone of voice, tone of voice. This is another part of nonverbal seduction. The sound of your voice, specifically the tonality. No, this doesn't mean that you have to have a super low voice. Although yes, having a low voice is attractive. It is more masculine, but we're not talking about that specifically, more the tone of voice when you're talking to her. Breaking rapport tonality. Breaking rapport tonality. The way in which you're talking to her and the inflection of your tone as it goes up or it goes down at the end of the sentence. Like right now, it's going down. And right now, it's going up. So what's the difference? When you're talking and breaking rapport, tonality, it's going down. And that is going to show more conviction in what you're saying. It's going to be a more confident way of talking. And it's going to sound less like you're trying to, what the opposite would be is seeking rapport, right? That's why it's called breaking rapport as opposed to seeking rapport. Hey, how are you? How are the kids? What's going on? Nice to meet you. Where are you from? Instead, way better to use breaking rapport tonality. Where are you from? Cool. What do you do for work? Wow. Interesting. Yada, yada. Breaking rapport tonality. Best way to practice that, guys, ask me, how do you practice that? Best way to practice that is just grab your phone, open some news article, and read it and practice tonality, breaking rapport, going down at the end. 
like I'm doing right now. Okay. I know this is a lot. Again, I have to repeat myself here because I know that guys are going to be listening to this and they're going to try to do it all. This is how I failed. When I was learning about attraction and meeting women, socializing, when I was learning all this stuff, I was doing it all. And that made my progress slow down dramatically. Okay. So in order to move through this faster, which might seem counterintuitive, take less of the advice in terms of the action. And once you're like, okay, I got eye contact down, I'm starting to move a little bit slower. Okay. Now let me work on the smiling a little bit. Okay. Now let me work on the tone of voice. Now let me work on getting physically close to them, all those things. Okay. Practice it, practice it. And like I said, today's topic is not just for women and attraction. This is for, you know, meeting anybody, making friends, (laughs) maybe not so much like work stuff. You're obviously not going to get doing the smiling with your eyes or getting too physically close to somebody who uh, you're not trying to flirt with, but, but still eye contact, moving slow, all that stuff is very important. Okay. Next one. Here's just a little quick little tip, something that you can use when you're talking to a woman utilize pauses, which is funny because I actually just did that, not on purpose a second ago. Utilizing pauses and doing it with, in conjunction with smiling with your eyes. It's okay when you're doing an approach or on a date to have a pause. Maybe not in the very beginning when you guys are just sitting down, but in the middle, they stopped talking, so did you. You're taking a drink. You're eating a piece of food. It's okay to pause. Just look at them for a second. She will blush. If you're doing it right, she will blush. Now, obviously, you want to be careful here. This is not one of those creepy moves where you're staring at her in the eyes and you, you know, this is, again, we're smiling with her eyes, which you have a little bit of squint in your eye and you're just kind of smiling. Now, it's okay also not to just stare and do that, but You're still paused, taking another sip of your drink. The pause creates tension. If you do this at the right time, you will create more tension. Also, it's showing her that you're not so nervous that we need to fill every single second up with conversation. We don't need to fill dead air every single second. Most of it, obviously, But you don't need to be doing that for all of it. You can take a break for a second just to exist. That's totally fine, totally normal. And then you can come back to conversation. But those moments, that's usually going to happen deeper into the date. But those moments, they can be very powerful. Very powerful. So it's not like you have to force this tip. Oh, Trip said, I got to make sure I have a pause and I'm kind of chilling. You don't have to force this tip. But if it happens naturally, 
Great. Great. Let that happen naturally. Okay. That's nonverbal seduction right there. I'll take some questions. Nike Thim, super chat. Thanks for the super chat. He says, what does it mean when a girl is mirroring your body language, actions, humor, et cetera, especially if it happened gradually throughout the date? Okay, great question. And I'm glad you brought that up because I, I think I still think about this stuff. If you're talking to anyone in conversation and you notice that they start mirroring you, okay? So that means that they're acting like you. They'll even mirror your body language. By the way, I catch myself doing this all the time. First, it's subconscious and then it becomes conscious. So what I mean is I'll be talking to someone and let's say they're leaning up against the wall. I'll end up leaning against the wall in the same way, holding my arms in the same position. I'll catch myself doing that. I'll be like, whoa, like I catch myself mirroring other people's body language that you're just building rapport with or comfortable with. Not even strangers. I mean, anybody just like talking to family or whoever. I'll notice we do this. We do this subconsciously and it's supposed to show that you're actually comfortable in conversation and that you are feeling some sort of rapport with them. So if you ever get into a conversation and you notice that a woman or man, anyone is doing that, all that's telling you, and especially Nikithim, if she's mirroring actions and humor, you better believe you've gained rapport. And at this point, you better be hitting the flirting like gas pedal or gas on the fire, all the above on the flirting because you built rapport. Let me know if you need to follow up to that. But um, yeah, that's huge. That is big time. Guys, we coach this over at the Trip Advice Coaching Program. So we have coaches on staff who will work with you and help you with implementing flirting in nonverbal seduction, flirting in verbal seduction, so the things that you say, teaching you how to combine it all and be able to utilize it so you can attract more women. Anyone who you have heard on tonight's live in the chat here on YouTube or on Instagram say, you know, don't even think about this stuff. You need to look good. You need to be tall. You need money. It's just not true. It's just not true. We see it here every single day. And I'm not even just talking about the coaching program. Like beyond this, I know people who just aren't typically good looking people, or maybe they're short or they're not super rich. And they've been able to attract quality women because it's not just about that. It's about, it's about everything. Like I like to say, I like to say that it's everything because that's the truth. It is how you act, your behavior, your charisma, your verbals, your nonverbals. Yes, you cannot be broke. You know, no, you can't have terrible style and look like crap and not know how to dress yourself or groom yourself. Obviously, those things are very important. You need those things. But it's not just those. It's everything. And so when you join the coaching program that we have, we teach everything. We help you with outer qualities, how to look, your lifestyle. We teach you all the charismatic elements. 
We're teaching you how to be the most attractive version of yourself so you'll be able to attract more women and have more choice. So right now, what we're doing is we're offering these free strategy calls, which almost is like a coaching call, to be honest, because we go really deep and we uncover everything that's going on in your dating life. We talk about where your issues lie. And then we talk about coaching to see if coaching is something that would help you. So whether you end up joining a coaching program or not, you get a lot out of the call. They are free. Go to tripadvicecoaching.com. You can see it right here on the screen. You don't have it over here at Instagram, but on the link in my bio goes there. Book a call. It is 100% free, that first call, where we'll chat with you. Right now, I'm taking a lot of the calls. So you'll be on the phone with me, or you'll be on the phone with one of my other team members, and we'll discuss how we can help you and go deeper into your situation. And that free call, if you want to book it, is at tripadvicecoaching.com. Okay, let's see. What do we got? We recently stopped seeing a girl a month ago. We had a wild month, but she ended it. Too many reasons to say in this question. I'm really struggling to get over it. No contact for now, one month. Taylor, sometimes one month is not enough for no contact. You might need to be doing longer than a month, but I tell you right now, every month that goes by with no contact, we got to remember what no contact is, by the way. No contact does not mean that you're just not texting or calling or seeing them. There's a new form of new con- no contact in 2024. Do you know what that is? Because there's a thing, a little thing called social media. And social media, guess what? We see what our exes are up to. We see what our crushes are up to. We know what they're doing. And we can message on there. I mean, you know more about what your friends and exes are doing on social media than you are over text message. So that means that you need to be blocking them. Taylor, I don't know if you're doing this, but if you haven't already, you need to block your exes. That is part of no contact. They need to be as far away of a memory as possible for you to get over them. Okay. Taylor says, thank you for answering my question. I would like to reconnect with her in the future. I don't have her on social media. Thank God I have not looked at hers at all. Um, Taylor, don't, why do you want to reconnect with her in the future? Don't reconnect with her in the future. Don't reconnect with her in the future. We don't want that. You don't need to be friends with your exes. I don't know. That seems like that's like the cool thing to do. I know some people who still are, but you just don't need to be. It's okay in this world to have had a connection with somebody and you've had a moment in time that you spent with them that was very important. It's okay to have that and then move on from that. I just want you to know that. You do not need to be fully engaged with all the people that you once dated. I don't even think it's sustainable, really. Maybe it happens with one woman. Maybe. Hey, Trip. there's this girl in my class who's very attractive. We haven't talked yet, but I want to talk to her. How do I approach her in class? Uh, don't approach her in class, Nolan. Approach her after class. Yeah, I like that, Galvatron. We'll throw that up there. Uh, my useless advice. I don't think it's useless at all. Thanks for commenting. There are almost 4 billion women on this planet. Find another. I agree. I agree. 100%. Nobody's perfect says, uh, women have choice by default. I think you said that, right? Nobody's perfect. You seem to be really, really caught up today. And that's fine. We can chat about this if you want. You seem to be really caught up today about talking about this topic. 
yeah, women do have choice, have more choice by default. Yes, that is true. Men do have to work harder. It's in our, it's in the nature of men and women and how our bodies and brains are designed for mating that has made it so women have more choice. The thing is, is it's not that they have more choice across the board. Here's where it's different. Women have more choice in the beginning of dating. But as that moves, so if you've heard this saying, women are the gatekeepers of sex, men are the gatekeepers of marriage. So it's men who have a hard time finding the relationship. It's a little bit harder for them to do that, more work involved than for a woman to do it. But then where the women struggle, they struggle further down the pipeline. So they struggle with finding someone who's not going to be using them for sex and who's going to be serious for a relationship. Oh, wow. Look at that. Eric Arcand. I followed your advice since high school. I'm married now. Awesome, dude. That's great. Always great to hear that. On the topic of friends, with, this is from Instagram. On the topic of friends with exes, what is your advice or opinion for a woman who is dating a guy who is friends with and openly speaks to all of his exes? I don't usually take women's questions um, only because this is a, a channel for dating advice for men. Yeah, I think that's there's a yellow flag there. I wouldn't call it a red flag, but I'd call that a yellow flag. That's very uncommon, by the way. That's very uncommon. I do have a friend who talk who talks to all of his exes, and maybe you can make it work. But, but yeah, I would say that's a yellow flag. All right, let's keep going. Uh, Trip, do you think women want to get approached often in public? Yeah, they want to. Well, they want to get a yeah. They want to get approached by guys who. Trying to think how to answer this question. Do they want to get approached often? I mean, they, yeah, they want opportunities to meet men. I don't know if a woman says, you know, I want to be approached often. But I don't know if we should be thinking about that. We need to think about this in a little bit of a different way. Think about this in the sense where let's talk about you, okay? You as a person who wants to approach a woman. You should be thinking that that woman wants to meet you. If you don't think, if you don't, if you see a woman and you don't think in your head, wow, she should deserve the chance to meet me. If you're not thinking that on some level, instantly we know that there's some self-esteem issues. So we're trying to give women a chance to meet you. Um, Was I ever labeled as creepy for approaching women um, I'm I'm sure I was. Yeah, I'm sure that out of all the women I've ever approached, I'm sure a handful thought I was creepy. And it's never going to be perfect. It's it's like swiping, right? Um, not swiping right, swiping comma right question mark. It's like swiping. What's happening? Girls are flicking through and they're going, oh, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Kind of the same idea as approaching in, in public, right? Some women are going to be like, no. Oh, creepy, whatever. But if you know how to approach correctly and you give yourself an opportunity to do so, it can work. Um, Actually, literally got a text message from a client earlier. Yes, bro. Did eight approaches last week. One of them, I got her number and went on a date with her tonight. 
Okay. So some of those approaches, uh, you can't see this on Instagram. So I'll say it again. Text from my client says, yes, bro. Did eight approaches last week. One of them, I got her number, went on a date with tonight. So she is super hot. We went to two locations. We were kissing in the second venue. She came back to my place, but she wasn't interested in getting physical. Um, then he was asking me how to, how to meet up with her again. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened, right? Some of them maybe didn't connect with them. Some weren't interested. And then boom, one was. One was so interested from the approach that they ended up going on a date that night and making out. And she texted him um, something like, I had a great time tonight. So let's stop worrying so much. Here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. Let me tell you something, okay? Most of you guys who are watching this, not the guys who are just sitting here and like trolling and just kind of bored, but the guys who are watching this right now, like you know who you are, who are watching this because you're trying to learn, like you're interested in getting results. You're trying to learn how to meet women and attract women. I have a feeling that it's probably very hard for you to be a creepy person. Like you're probably not creepy. If anything, you're probably the opposite in the sense where you're probably more shy than you are like creepy. Creepy guys are guys who don't know boundaries. Rarely, if you're asking and learning about if it's creepy to approach, if you're asking that question, you're probably at default not a creepy guy. You're probably not at default a creepy guy. I'm telling you right now. It's the guys who don't understand, almost like, I don't know, guys who might be overconfident, guys who think they don't need any help at all. Like, yeah, those guys. Yeah, Cole said, I've been called creepy. It just, it happens. Um, Creepy equals, Galvatron said, creepy equals you're not physically attractive to her. Women want to be approached by handsome men because they break rules for chads, make or keep rule for betas. Yeah, I mean, listen, I do agree with that to to a, a degree. Right. It's like, yeah, she, she might, but not necessarily. I mean, she's not going to necessarily think every single guy she's not attracted to is creepy. She's not going to think that there are plenty of women who have said like, Oh, this guy, you know, approached me and I got, you know, so good for him for doing it, but I just wasn't into it. doesn't mean that she thinks that every single guy she's not attracted to is creepy. It's not, it's not the case. Okay. And yeah, there are guys who can go and approach who they are, Maybe not necessarily their type, but then all of a sudden, if they know how to use their words and talk to a woman, then it's going to help. Here's another thing, guys. Guys, this is, this is super crucial, okay? Listen up. If you're going to take anything away from tonight's live beyond the nonverbal seduction we went over, just listen. Listen very carefully. This is very important. Okay. So yes, we know that there's some chads out there. You know, we know that there are guys who are the typically good-looking guys, okay? But you have to understand that there are women out there who have like attraction, they have like things like when they say like, "Oh, I have a thing for guys who blah blah blah." They have things for guys of all kinds of shapes and sizes. There are some women who like who they're called chubby chasers. They like guys who are bigger guys like 
big guys. There are some women who like the opposite. They like guys who are really scrawny. They like guys who sometimes look a certain ethnicity or not. Like some women have uh, an affinity to a certain type of man. And so I'm saying this because if you're able to go over and just talk to a girl and give yourself the opportunity to talk to a woman, and you just happen to be that kind of guy that she finds themselves a little bit attracted to, like you're, you're in that little niche, she's going to give you a chance. So I'm not saying that you only have to be physically attractive. Physically attractive helps. Great. Fantastic. Use that. You don't know what women are attracted to necessarily physically. Use that to your advantage. Give yourself opportunities. That's the easy ones. That's the ones that are like, that's the um, low hanging fruit, so to speak. It's like, oh, you just go over there and talk to them and you just happen to be kind of their type. Great. Now, if you're not absolutely their type, that's okay. You can still make up for that with the way that you approach them. And you know what a woman will say? A woman will backwards rationalize. They'll go, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. He's not my type. He's not the kind of guy I'd usually go for. By the way, I quote, like, that's literally like word for word of what they say. Yeah, that's not the guy I usually go for, but I don't know. Like, he's just like super confident. Or, like, he was just this cool guy or I don't know. It's just, it's so different. He's so different than the guy I usually go for. But hear what I'm saying here, guys? Is this at all motivating to you? Is this all getting through? I know you're nodding, you're listening, you're on your couch, wherever you are. What makes me, okay, nobody's perfect. This will be the last thing here tonight. What makes me angry a lot is that people and society expect us guys, men, have common sense for knowing what is creepy behavior around women and what is not. They expect us to know what is creepy behavior. They expect, they expect us innately know how to not be creepy. Society expects us men to have common sense. Nobody's perfect, buddy. I get you're angry. Listen, I still hold some anger too for how hard it is for guys. I'd be lying if I didn't say there's still a little bit, a little bit of anger, but life is short, man. Like we just, you know, what are we going to do? We just can't walk around being angry all the time. This is not the way to live life. You know, I mean, yeah, there's life isn't fair. And, and that's the case for a lot of different situations for a lot of different people. You know, what are you going to do? It's going to do the things you need to do. You just need to work on the things you need to work on and do the things you got to do. You're going to, you're going to slowly, you know, slowly rither away. If you're just going to be upset. So let's just accept how it is. Let's utilize it for our advantage. I still, at the end of the day, obviously I'm very biased, I guess, but would rather be a guy. I like being a guy, even though it's harder to date, harder to do a lot of things for men, still would rather be a guy. It's great. Guys, we're doing free calls. TripAdviceCoaching.com. Go there. Book a call with myself or my team. And we'd love to chat with you and see if we can get you some help. Otherwise, we will see you next week.